Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. How long would it take for you to fill up the shots while you're on air? That's Helen's job. Oh, okay. Put the pressure on me. Fuck, he's going, eh? Hey, he's going, he's going good. <laughs> All right, should we just start this off while you're pouring? Let's sure. just start. All right, cool. All right, you tell me, are we rolling already? Welcome back to the Schmo Zone. This is episode number 78. I'm Dave Schmolenson, a.k.a. The Schmo. My co-host is... Helen E with Helen E Sports. And she's busy pouring shots because we have the champion, Alex Volkanovsky, in the building. And Dan, the hangman hooker, the number six, the newly minted number six, UFC lightweight. How you doing, my man? Number six? I thought it was number eight. No, you're number six now. Now tied with Tony Ferguson. They have you and him splitting at six. Oh, check that out then. That's Learn right, something new every day. That's that's what it's all about. Fresh off the great victory. Look at this Team City kickbox, kick, kickboxing. If everybody could see this, I don't think we have the, I'm the full camera. I'm, I'm, free, I'm a freestyle in the main guy. Mate, Joe's not happy with that one. Got Joe, we got Frank, we got Ash. But here's something that, real quick, I want to start with Hangman because we could, we'll get to you, Volk. I mean, you you have the best fight of the year. We'll, we'll You're get the to champ, that. mate. You're Sit the back. champ. Sit back and relax. We're celebrating. But, uh, you know, when you were fighting out in Abu Dhabi, when you fought Michael Chandler for his debut fight, you had, like, a training partner in your corner. You didn't have your whole team with you, which I don't think anybody really talked about. On, and no, I had my, it was, um, it was my student. So your he, student? Yeah, so he, um, he walked at my gym, like, two years ago. And I just trained him. He's been just training in my gym for the last two years, and then no one else. <laughs> that was your quarterback. <laughs> like no one else was free. No one else was free. Yeah, but I had to go. It's two months, like a two-month commitment. Like all the boys have got, they all got families. Um, they all got like kids and stuff, and they got jobs, and they need to support themselves. You know what I mean? So I would say I didn't. I like I didn't even really ask. Like I, I just was like, I'm going. Like I knew. I knew the situation. I knew like. Um, it was just too big of an ask and so yeah a lot of people a lot of people i just didn't even ask them i was just like nah i'll like i'll just i'll just do it myself so that whole voucher system in it like it's it's a commitment like you said who mm. knows when you get that voucher that's yeah i i knew exactly what it was though. like it's it's risk versus reward the winner of that fight got a title shot so it's like mm. what what are you gonna do well, I think considering everything you've just had to go through just to have this fight and where you're at today, I think you're right back into the thick of things. You put yourself right in a position where now you have someone like Islam Makachev calling you out again because he lost the RDA fight. RDA had to pull out for injury. He's back. He's back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's back for me. Um, yeah, like, I just don't know how that would work on that date. 
you know i got a week here so what's that october 30 so that's like like four and a half weeks away i got a week here then i got two weeks in a hotel room locked in a hotel room then i get out um gyms are still shut so you got like uh you get caught training again you gotta get arrested and then you fly out so what's that like bring the maybe maybe, maybe like half a week of training at home <laughs> and then i got no voucher <laughs> and then i can't get then i'm then i'm locked out in new zealand indefinitely so it's like a that's like a big commitment for what like you just said number six like number six to jump to number five it's like is that is that worth not training and moving country it's mm -hmm. like it's got to be a it's got to be a risk versus reward thing i think that's totally logical on your side of things too like just if anyone's if anyone's uh like got an argument against it i'll be happy to hear it like if anyone's like nah that's a that's a great decision i would love to hear i would love to hear their argument but it's just like a, it's just a big call it's yeah, just that, a that it's just sense. a big call that that makes sense but that's just crazy to me what you had to go through especially in for this camp and like you mentioned the cops right like they were threatening you and whatnot like what was that like training and preparing for this fight with all those distractions kind of going on and trying to find a way yeah like it was um it was difficult getting treated yeah like you're getting treated like a criminal right <laughs> like you're like if to you, try if you to compare train. it like if you compare it to like islam like their government looks after them private jets pays for everything like they don't they don't have a care in the world like my government's like uh like actively working to not let me train for a fight like it's yeah you're like you're getting you're you're like representing the country you're like a a small business owner you're like they've shut your business down uh like you're not getting paid to sit at home you're just like sitting there they're telling you to like just sit on your hands not fight not train not come over here not go to work um for you know it's just you're getting treated like a criminal for for going out and wanting to earn a living for your family it's just a very yeah it's just a very like um like it just doesn't make any much sense and you're you're actually following like he was actually doing some his own court like a what do you call it protocols like you you went in there done your own bubble that's what you were bringing everyone to the gym so they're under the same roof same bubble I yeah like, we, we're like hey, we tried to um do it properly yeah. like eugene like fully like is committed to it um he wanted to do it the best way possible so you know they give you like before midnight to to because you have to whoever you're living with you have to stay with those people like you can't be in contact with like anyone outside of they call it like your household bubble so they gave you like until midnight so eugene put the call out dan's got a fight a couple of other guys got a fight get in before midnight and we'll bubble up at the gym like and we did like a bunch of us moved into the gym we made equipment to leave our families and, and live at the gym for a bit um which the police had come through in the previous lockdowns uh like they came in like three times i think had a look around and we're just like yeah all right like we see you guys are obviously living here um but they did it this time and just yeah shut it down came in and they were just like nah you guys gotta shut it down it just blows my mind for the revenue that you guys bring to new zealand obviously i'm biased i live in the united states and having the opportunity to have that that ufc come there to have the title defense with izzy to have you to have you guys there just completely showcase the sport and the revenue and generation that you bring and the inspiration for the young kids you guys should be looked at as just 
heroes in yeah. many sense, especially to the little children there. You're inspiring generations for what you guys do. It just seems like such a lack of understanding or, or oh, care in the world. They're like calling like Israel and me for coming out and saying what we're saying. Like to it, they're just going like the public reaction to it is there's people out there commenting, oh, they're just entitled sportsmen, just entitled sportsmen. It's like I'm a I'm a like a small business owner. I I have a gym. You, you got to pay rent you got to pay this you got to pay that like none of that's getting covered by the government you know what i mean like so that you got to shut that down it's just the oh man and there's thousands of people in new zealand like that like with their businesses on like the brink of destruction and everyone just being like nah nah don't worry and it's because there's like no like clear answer to it like they haven't even told us like when when the end date's gonna be it's just like a big mystery so obviously you guys have already talked about this too, about moving the team here to the United States. I imagine if that's the case, you'd probably want to stay on the West Coast, kind of close to the UFCPI, maybe a climate that's kind of similar, like California. I'm just throwing things out here. I don't see you guys going towards the East Coast or maybe even the Midwest too, just between time zones and flight situations for family and friends back at home. Yeah, oh man, I'm not a decision maker when it comes to that. Like, who I'm, is? Who's the Eugene, decision maker? Eugene, Eugene, and, and the okay. coaches at the gym. Like, those are the guys that'll that'll um, they're the ones that'll pull the trigger. You know, I know Israel's got a big fight coming up. I think um, January. January. Yeah, yeah. I don't know whether we we train at home or try. I don't know what's I don't know what's happening. But I've put my hand up to to get out. I've put my hand up <laughs> to move over to the states because it's in a position now where we have to. Like, it's it's actually. It's actually ridiculous what's going on. So how long are you guys going to stay here in the States before going back home? Yeah, I have a voucher. Um, so I leave I leave Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. I leave Wednesday. Wednesday. So we head back Wednesday, yeah. Oh, it's been a crazy, what, 48, 72 hours for you guys? You just had the Raiders experience. Uh, you guys seem somewhat sober. We're trying to yeah, get still how, still how many shoeys have you done? We're still celebrating. Yeah, what do you yeah I saw your post. I'm like, we're still celebrating. I feel. I think you should Let's fucking do this. Winner's piss. All right, winner's, winner's piss, piss right here. Here we go. Cheers. Oh, I missed you. I'm missing you. I missed you last time, too. Uh, it was honestly. Your fight with Ortega, uh, without a doubt, fight of the year. Yeah. Whatever I have to do to say that. Incredible. And um, anyone who just questions the merit of your championship caliber, like mm. what you escaped in round three, and then obviously this guy, his chin, he wouldn't go away. I saw your comments, and you know, obviously we were we were right there ringside when he got the extra time. Doctors came in. Herb Dean was talking to him. I don't know if that was allowed to, to for that excess time, but. Uh, didn't phase you. You got the freaking job done. You celebrated, and I think just if you weren't respected before, which m blows my mind too, where you stand right now in the history of the sport in the featherweight division, I think you're making your mark and you're continuing to do it. I texted you that yeah. too. I DM'd you like. Yeah. That if, was you, if you start that fourth round in a minute, if you only give him a minute it's, and you go and you go start that fight's over. That it's fight's over. over. Yeah. It's you, over. You give him like a, that extra minute. You could see him in like the last 10 seconds of that like click back to it. Because I've been there before like you get like rocked real bad. You don't quite know what it is but it can happen like pretty instantaneously where you're just like everything's everything's going uh, cuckoo and then you get like click like oh yep back to normal. And you could see it in like the last 10 seconds before they restarted the fight you could kind of see or take it like but like, like come back to come back. So to you got early. the whole minute, yeah. And again, as he said, it would have been you know it would have been over. I'm at the end of the day, I'm sort of glad because we end up having a couple of extra rounds, and you know, obviously entertainment. Everyone loved it. All right, all good. But would I have got the same treatment? I want to know that because it was a 
picking him up off the floor, not allowed. That's a TKO in itself. Your corner's not allowed to get you to your stool. I'm pretty sure that is an actual rule. You are not allowed to, you know, get him off the floor. If he does it, like, you know, I don't know exactly how it works. but So you already had that. And then, you know, the doctors, you can see the doctor wanted to stop it. Herb wanted the fight to keep going. And they just gave him, like, I was there watching. I was zoned in, listening to exactly what was said. And, you know, he was literally, oh, look here, go there. And he's like, doing yeah, all that. You know what I mean? And we, were stand, we were sitting right behind right him. Behind so we could it, see yeah. you looking in. We could see that. And, yep. uh, he was like looking the wrong way, stumbling. Uh, you know, at one stage I was I was I was overthinking that I think he wants out. He's just just doesn't want to say, you know, I'm done. Or he really was that hurt. So I'm like, after that, I'm like, that's it anyway. He, he's done. Like, how, how's he gonna come back from this? And then next minute he's pretty sharp and he's still he's still back on his feet. And I'm like, all right, maybe I've got to be careful still. So you know, credit to him. Obviously, where words were said, uh, you know, I was telling him, you know, he doesn't have my respect. Uh, you know, I see weakness and all this sort of stuff. And how can you not really uh, sort of respect him after come? You know, at least getting through all that. What did you notice power-wise uh, from difference? The difference level in those championship rounds, round four and five, where they could, like what Dan just mentioned, they could arguably have stopped the fight. You know, all that extra time. What did you notice a significant difference in his level of striking? His just cohesiveness, his awareness in there. Did you notice anything? Uh, not really, to be honest. I feel like uh, the last round, towards the end, well, like, I guess he just was uh, pumped up and just wanted to do more. But, you know, I, I felt like uh, he was just as sharp as he was in, in the in the first round. You know what I mean? So it was, uh, it was, it was it surprised me. Because, again, in between rounds, I'm like, he's done. So I'll go, I'll go and put the pressure on. And then uh, maybe I should have just done that a little bit more and then really, really crumbled him. But he still looked on. So, like, again, I was like, all right. I think he's got a punch, just a puncher's chance or that submission, right? And he didn't get them submissions. So now I'm thinking maybe it's just a puncher's chance. And uh, so I was putting on there. But again, you've got to be calculated. I was trying to obviously still keep it entertaining, still be in his face, but still be calculated because he was still dangerous. So, man, that's why you got to give him credit. And I think also everyone's amazed by how you were able to escape all those chokes too. Well, they were deep. Uh, the, well, the... I reckon the triangle was really deep, but because I survived the guillotine and that was that deep and like literally it was like, oh no, like, you know, I'm just doing whatever I can to make that little bit of space so I can, you know, get a bit of blood back to the brain. And, uh, you know, was, I had like a moment as I've been talking about where I was like thinking of the family and all that type of stuff. And I'm like, man, like you can't let this be it. You can't let, you know, them, them take the belt away from your family. I remember thinking something like that. So a couple extra movements, made the littlest bit of space. I'm like, oh, I'm all right here. And then, the the chin come down and, and I and I got out. So after that, the triangle felt like nothing. Even though I was in a very very deep triangle, you had my leg, you had the right angle. I was <laughs> laying on my side, and it doesn't get any deeper than that. Especially with someone like Ortega, who's a finisher, and to get out of that, you know, obviously that's a pretty impressive. But yeah, it just shows you that like you know, I've always talked about, you know, that the adversity and all that type of stuff. And you know, I'm I'm the type of guy that, you know, bring it on. You know what I mean? And hard work and all you know what I mean it's just what what sort of happened in that third round just shows you like the type of human being I am and what I've always uh, sort of uh, said as well I've always said that you know no one works hard on me in the gym all that type of stuff and put yourself for adversity you know life experience you know you name it I'm always that's that's where I go with it and that's sort of a uh, proof of of what I've always uh, said and believed in without a doubt and certainly with that mindset you look at your division, November 13th, Yair Rodriguez, mm -hmm. if that fight happens with Max Holloway. I know they've tried to book that before. 
that would likely mean that if you waited for that winter, that's another, what, maybe five, six months, you're someone who wants to be active. So you talked about different weight divisions at the post-fight press conference. Like, realistically, what is the best-case scenario for well, you? you know, obviously we need to talk to the team and, so and see, see what we're going to do. So, well, so who has been found his name? Oh, he was on your show, was he? Was he on here? He or? is. And, and, and this is... Schmo's mate. And, and hey, Schmo's we started the show. Mate. We started the show. That's it. I'm, I'm going to. Plug it. I'm out. But let me but let me just ask you this because I'm sure this is what he wanted me to relay to you, with what he's done in his career. No, no, he's just kidding. With <laughs> being the only one in USC history to have an Olympic gold medal mm -hmm. and then to winning two divisions as a two two division champion, mm -hmm. Dana White's doubted him before, and Dana White has then said he doesn't doubt him for anything he does together. So he told you to say this as well. Fuck, he sounds desperate. Well, I'm honest. just, I'm just trying. Where do but you look, assess look, realistically look, as an let's opponent? Let's be real. Let's be real. Like, uh, I'm gonna, like, I've obviously got respect for the guy. I'm not saying he can't fight, but uh, at the same time, you know, you know, like again, like you know, we got a stacked division and all that. But we are in, I'll be honest, we are in a, a a spot right now where we're waiting for that number one contender with with Yair and Max. So if there is a time for him to push, and I think that's why he's getting so desperate because like now's the fucking time. So uh, again, I just don't think, uh, you know, Dana's answering his calls or anything like that. So that's why he's uh, maybe coming to you and doing whatever. Again, look, I, I respect the guy and, you know. He's paid but, you off. You know he's paid I mean? you off, yeah, 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 how much is he paying you? But um, <laughs> in saying that, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk, you know, you, you never know. But I mean, uh, obviously there'll be some up, uh, upset featherweights just letting him uh, sort of sli slide in. Because you know what, uh, how many fights did he have in Bantamweight? Do we know? We had Dominic Cruz. Marlon. Marlon Marias. And Two. Marlon Marias. Okay, so they were both title fights, were they? Yeah. Marlon was for the vacant. Marlon was for the title, and then he defended Dominic, against yeah. Dominic yeah. Cruz. So again, like, yeah, I got respect for the guy. He can fight, but, you know, this is featherweight. This is, uh, you know, two divisions heavier than where he's at. And, so all the, and he talks about game planning and all this type of stuff and all that. It's like, yeah, all right, mate, you did good. But, you know, I've got power. I've got all that type of stuff. And then you ain't going to, you know, you ain't going to outwork me. You ain't gonna out strategize me, you know. We've got great a great team behind us as well, like you know what I mean. And then I've got all these other tools, and yeah, mate, I'll squash the germ. Where so, you at? There you are. So is he a respectable opponent? Yeah, man. Look, okay. he is. We'll we'll see. What do you reckon, Ash? Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, there you go. Well, while we wait, and again, I do want to stay active. I know. But I mean, that's why I was thinking, you know, without the, you know, you don't, even though I don't cut too much, do I just do, you know, you obviously got Connor, Connor sitting there saying stuff and all that, you know, do you move up and just have a, have a little You're fight while we're waiting? You know what I mean? I'm undefeated at lightweight too. It's good to be, it's a good time to be Alexander the Great Volkanovsky. Exactly right. And you're also number three pound for pound now. Yeah, we put that. you up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because yeah. here, here, you want to talk about the pound for pound things. Let's bring this up right now, because obviously we were at the UFC Hall of Fame Thursday night hours before all the legal stuff went down with John Bones Jones. And throughout all this time for years, he's been the number one pound for pound UFC fighter. And I know back in March at the beginning of the pandemic, March of 2020, he had some sort of legal issue and everything. Nothing changed. But all of a sudden now this upcoming week, he's no longer the number one pound for pound UFC fighter. It's now Kamaru Usman, who I would argue has been the number one pound for pound fighter, at least over the course of this pandemic. He's already proven that. What the hell took so long for that to change? Did it take this legal issue? It's not like he's been in the octagon the last time John Jones well, fought right. was February 2020. Yeah, exactly. He hasn't been fighting. Uh, he's <laughs> constantly in trouble. You yeah, know. but it would have like, just would have been the potential that he was going to come in at heavyweight. And it was like, it was potential he was coming back. 
you throw this like roadblock and like he's not coming back now. so he's not coming yeah. back now oh. you what guys you mean? Mean? did you see his mugshot today i saw his mugshot but listen Mate, like you can't come back from that you can can't come get, back to be honest that's that's there's no coming back from putting your hands on a woman there's no i agree thank you more information came out today yeah being uh being a martial artist then putting your hands on a woman there's that's no coming it. back from that that's Mate, it. he should have been out a long time ago you know what I mean I feel like we've all, we've all the shit how many chances you get and now you do this type of shit well, but, I, I well then that in that, that, that case why is he number two why isn't he just out of the pound for pound rankings I think rankings are stupid yeah who makes the rankings <laughs> so we're, we're having this <laughs> debate we've had this debate like, I don't constantly know. we don't know I think it's cool, random but. media members I not us but I have my other theories and stuff like that but i don't know what I, I i don't know what it is i don't know the answer to it but we are media members and we're sitting here asking questions who the hell is doing these rankings yeah, what does that tell you guys to be huh? it's media they get someone from media like from each media i don't know how it works exactly, helen didn't make the cut the schmo didn't make the cut what what, what i, the I fuck's guess going on? what's Come going on, on man i don't start know your own rankings yeah that's, i'll jump on where would you get wait wait before we before we uh we help you out with that where would you put us first for rankings or pound for pound yeah. Well, oh, no, I'm no. just going to be real. <laughs> I don't want to He's not there yet. I'm just going to yeah, be real. He's not yeah, there cool, yet. But uh, what are you at? Number, anyway. you're at? Did they put third. him at number three? Yeah. I, I put jogging. him ahead of John Jones at right. this point because John's not active. Get John well, Jones John Jones and Izzy the should pound be ahead list. too. You know what I'm so saying? So are you ahead of Izzy Dorm. in the pound for pound Yeah, rankings? Izzy's four. Well, I'm going to be real with you then. I still put you at number three. I would just put Izzy at number two. I'm an honest man. I know I'm looking at you in the eye and you can beat the fucking shit out of me. But I'm telling you right now, I'd put your teammates Hey, I, I respect that you're honest, but be careful what you fucking say. Now. <laughs> <laughs> All good. It's too shot, It's too shot, Remember, careful. I ain't playing no games no more, right? You would no, I'm joking. So, okay. what are we gonna say? Where are we going with that? With what? The rankings? I don't know. Yeah, you said. I uh, know oh you're about to just throw something out there saying you were honest. Oh, I was just honest. I have no idea who the hell's doing these rankings, oh, and okay. it's just like, like, why is it coming out now? At this situation, and if if it's really he's done, why even put him at two? Just take him out of the rankings. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just pointing that out. Well, 100%. If we can agree on something, 100% is get him out of the fucking rankings. Because right. he's not active, and he's doing this type of shit, and I, don't, I can't see him fighting anytime soon. He, he shouldn't. You know, I, mean, I think, like Dan said, he should be done. Okay. You know? Should be done. Surely, uh, surely a lot of people fucking agree with that, right? But Yeah, well, shouldn't someone try to help him, though? I just He's had fucking plenty of chances, you know. I, I mean, mean, no, I, no. But I'm saying, like, the people who surround mom. him. I'm not his mom. I can't tell him what to do. You it's know it's I mean? like it's like he's got a private jet. You know, he's he's got it all paid for, but he's the pilot of the jet. Someone needs to be in his life to sit him down. Hey, man, just sit in first class. Just go on autopilot for a second. Steer this stuff away. Focus on fighting. Focus on your family. Just no boost. He's getting there, and it's Put a it, Hall of Fame ceremony. He's getting inducted. People, people are going to keep bringing the, up. People bring up, oh, you're drunk, you know, like, and all that type of stuff. It's like, mate, if you're doing this type of fucking shit, every time you put a drink in your fucking mouth, don't drink. Plain and yeah. simple. I mean, we're, we're already about three well, shots you take deep, the and we still, we still do it. He sees me swearing, and he goes, I need him to have more fucking alcohol. <laughs> do a three shot bulk. Three shot do a shoey bulk. Yeah. <laughs> I uh we got to do a shoey too. I think that's that's next on the agenda too. Fuck. But well, uh, back to you though. It's six and your situation, man. Uh, you're right back into the thick of things. You're tied with Tony Ferguson. I know you've called out Tony Ferguson too, but like if you look at things and look what you want, like do you think you're now in a position to not fight guys that are 
behind you that are more in front of you what do you want next and i think you've proven a lot to the brass of the ufc like you don't complain you're a humble person i'm just going to call it out too let's, let's yeah. talk about the honesty the shit you have gone through continuously and i brought up at the beginning of the show what happened in abu dhabi and i'm bringing up obviously what happened this week with your situation don't you think that you you're in the driver's seat for what you want next yeah what i feel like, i feel like that um i will fight anyone 100%. that's um but like October 30, it just doesn't how. Like if anyone can explain to me how I fight October 30, I would, <laughs> I, would, no. I would. I don't like even a, know. Like no. let's be real. Like you making this would I fight. What I fight him 100%. For sure. Why does it have to be October 30? I, yeah. and there's another good point. No one else is going to take the fight. I'm the only guy that's going to fight is Amakachev. You can you can point your fingers. Tony Ferguson going to take it. RDA's out injured. No one else has put that. I'm putting my hand up to fight him. But October 30 doesn't work for me. It's Why should I? He's, yeah. He asked me to jump. I'm not going to say how high. We can fight when on Israel's card. What's he fighting? January? That's, yeah. a couple, that's in a couple of months. That works for me. I'll fight him then. I don't see why for one spot in the rankings i got to jump, not train, fly halfway around the world with no coaches. Like No one, <laughs> no one can come again, move, move countries. Mm. For what? I get it. What's up, everybody? Just want to interject to let you know that today's podcast is brought to you by NordVPN.com. VPN. You ask, what the hell is a VPN? Well, I'll tell you what a VPN is. I had no idea until a couple of years ago, until we're traveling internationally for all these UFC events, whether we're in Australia or in Abu Dhabi, cannot upload content safely without a VPN. Right, Helen? Yeah, like you just said, uploading content, and especially for what we do in our jobs Man, it came in clutch. Yeah, because in certain regions of the world, like certain shows, you can't access. They're blocked or whatever. So you can go on a VPN and you can switch your location and you could find like different streaming platforms for cheaper prices in different countries and use that as your location. It is a complete game changer. So I highly recommend you go to NordVPN.com forward slash schmo and use the promo code schmo and sign up today. I'm telling you this right now. It is perfect because you use this promo code, you get a 73% off, a two-year plan, plus four bonus months for free just by using the promo code SHMO. So sign up now. You're literally paying the price of what you would pay for like a premium cup of coffee to get the security on this worldwide web we live in and also having this opportunity to get all the entertaining content that you want. Therefore, I highly recommend it. Yeah, and to get a peace of mind. Definitely. Or essentially, like you said, a, a cup of coffee. It doesn't get better than that. Cybersecurity. You called out Benil as well, right? Well, he's just the he's just the highest ranked yeah, guy. Yeah, number three. Number three, three fight, right? And I had interviewed him literally the night that you you arrived here on that Thursday or maybe it was Wednesday. I don't even remember. I, I interviewed him last week. He's like he wants to fight in December, and he's someone who's willing to take fights. Uh, he'd fight anybody. I know he would take that fight. Oh, I'd you. fight him in December. Yeah, one hundred percent. So I've got like. Yeah, I definitely have options there. It's like bend it, break your back to get turned around in, in four or five weeks not without training um, or fight in December or January. There's, there's, I feel like there are big things on the horizon. Huge. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And didn't we run into Tony at Sushi? Uh, yeah, we ran into Tony Ferguson uh, after the Hall of Fame. What was that story? I, it was all by chance. I'm too. sure there's a story there. Yeah. So we <laughs> went happened? to this one sushi place. We walk inside, and David's like, uh, looking at the fish, like, I don't like this quality. So then we walk out, and then he's like, uh, 
let's go to our favorite sushi place. So then we go. It's the one down Rainbow. It's the one that's not far from the PI yeah. and where yeah. that holiday. Yeah, everyone holiday goes to. Yeah. It's the yeah. You told us about it. We've I told you about that. It's our yeah. go-to. It's our go-to shout out. How goes that? So we walked in, and you comment on these shoes. Okay, I'm a man of my word. You brought up the shoes. Yeah. I don't do this for everybody. Tony's the only one I did this for because in the Houston fight, he he commented about the shoes when he was fighting Benil. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll get you a pair because because for me, there's this artist who designed well, these. What's that day now? It's he designed these schmo shoes. And um, it would only work too if if that person's got a colorful personality. I could create some sort of fun design for him to ink these shoes on a set of Vans. Shout out to Eddie Raff; he's a school teacher in North Carolina. So I gifted these show. I had these shoes made for Tony, and they were in my trunk randomly. So we walk into the sushi spot, the second one we we're at. We run into him. I give him the pair of shoes, and uh, yeah, I didn't like. We didn't talk fights or any of that shit. We just, you know, it's Tony. He random, he loves his <laughs> random shit. And no, David's well, a man of his word. I'm gonna get you your shoes. No, he lives in California. Yeah. He was just here for the uh, fight week and stuff like okay, that. Yeah. But for you, uh, with your nickname and with what you've done, I've already three yeah, drinks in. I've already had some him, ideas for yeah. how to oh, design cool. your shoes. I appreciate. We'll make it happen. But when I present them to you, it'll be a random schmo in the pro interview, so you'll okay. know about it. All right, but done. It, they will be done. I can't tell you when, but they will be done. All right, that's next. Thank you. Yeah. That's next. Sounds good. Um, We'll work at something out. I know you're staring at me with those. Nah, we're good. Like, we're, we're good. I don't need shoes. But like, where the I'm fuck's good. my shoes? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are we doing? We're doing another shot? What, you, it's there? Oh, another shot. Yeah. yeah. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's also Sorry, mate. His birthday. Birthday. Listen, wait, no. it's Alex's birthday. Listen, listen. This it's is my a, birthday it's your in birthday. Australia, yeah. not in uh, Vegas, but everyone back home? 34? 33? 35? 33. I have to think about that. He's young. He's young. Yeah, you think but but it? uh but listen, I'm not quite there with you yet, but I will be there Mate, look, soon. Yours is not even half full, but yeah, he's cheating. He's cheating. You're cheating. Me? Look at this thing. This is this is they're one of the fucking stitching us up. They're getting me oh. fucked. They're trying to get me pissed, <laughs> and they're gonna get. It's a stitcher. Fucking no. Listen, listen, listen. Hey. I, I ain't trying to cheat anybody. Except this, this should be a White Sox shot glass. Out of this is the last one, but huh? Last one. That looks fucking big, though. <laughs> but I was gonna, I'll be honest, his gonna, looks big. His looks, but I was going to say, though, too, um, I'm going to be joining you sooner than later to the Shaved Head Club. Welcome to the yeah. club, man. You look good. You look good with you the ball. You like it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it looks I mean, good. I'm, you know. Wait, Dan. <laughs> Sorry, bro. It's my fault. Well, no, they filled it up, so I thought, well, instead of just looking at it, we may as well do it, right? Fuck, I only come right. Here with the dog. Here with the dog. Make you feel better anyway. So how does... Uh, uh. I wanted to ask you too, like, how does a NFL football game compare to a rugby game? Mate, I'll be honest, that atmosphere in there, incredible. I love I love uh, sports in uh, in America. Like how even just yeah, sold out like that, like, you know, sold out stadiums, the crowd getting in. Obviously, I love, uh, love stadiums back home, so shout out to Australia, but... The sport here is just next level. You oh, they go, I mean? like, the intensity next and level. commitment is just... Um, Patriotic, like, uh, tailgating. Unreal. Like, they, they do the tailgating thing mm. before and after. The Raiders win. We're walking the car park. People in tears. Like, the, the fans are just in tears. You know what I mean? I've never seen that at a rugby game. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. Everyone just shakes hands and they go, good game, have a beer. Like, relaxed. Um, 
people in tears pulling their hair out going like they won Raider Nation they won like they they bleed for their team so comparing like that level of intensity was just shout crazy. out to the Raiders I'm a Raiders guy now NFL is the number one like sport here in America mm-hmm. that is the marketing machine like when I started the Schmo character it was with the NFL NFL and the NBA before I found my natural home in combat sports but they love the NFL football here and Helen can attest to this though because she's born and raised in Vegas this city had no home sports team for years until a couple years ago when they got the Golden Knights they got the The hockey hockey, now hockey but back then the Wranglers but the they Rangers. weren't an NHL team. The fans, fans would like travel. To oh, the fans! But there the are these loyal fans. Raiders fans, just like yeah. the, there's loyal Cowboys fans, Steelers fan, Packers fans. I'm just naming these random teams. I'm a diehard Bears fan, which is an unfortunate situation. Oof, don't watch Sunday games with him. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's I, I'm I love fo- I love fighting. And I love football. And it's the best of both worlds because they're all on Saturday. That's my Saturdays fighting. My Sundays are football. NFL football. I have to clarify. Yeah, and football you won uh, in your league this weekend. Yeah, fantasy. Good league. job. Um, but um, the loyalty of fan bases here is absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. If you ever make it to like Buffalo, they have like uh, tailgates. Those tailgate parties mm-hmm. where they light on fire benches and they people like do old school wrestling moves. Pile drivers <laughs> jump off tables. They call it the Bills Mafia, and they jump in these the tables Bills and flaming fun. shit. And people get in so many drunken fist fights. Um, I haven't been to one yet. I have a lot of people that, but it, I'm. It's it's well, on a Raider, bucket list. At the Raiders, not stadium. the Raiders, okay. but but uh, maybe actually the well, Bills. Wait, wait, play you've never travel. been to where then? Buffalo, New York, oh, okay. where they have the Buffalo Bills. The Bills. Oh, Mafia. so that okay? That's specific. specific Am I already sure. slurring my words? <laughs> no, you're no, okay. I'm good. But no, no, mate. Well, it's makes sense. It's, it's a bucket it's list. Confusing thing. me because it's I've been celebrating the last few days. Just pull them a shot. Oh yeah, another one. Yeah, go on. Yeah, go on, lad. Go on, oh, give Joe, oh, give yeah, Joe a yeah. shot. We didn't just bring yeah. this here. Yeah, to just but stand where's there. your shot glass? Yeah, but before you get too gone, too, I want uh, I want to just. <laughs> like, no, we won't be too gone. That's it. That's that's me. Did done. the uh, did the the extra time with the, the ultimate fighter, the mm-hmm. additional looks, you know, really getting the intimacy of the whole situation? Did that add an extra le- element of strategy for you in this game planning for for this fight with him? Did. Did that help in any sort, shape, sort of form? Game planning, yeah. Maybe not game planning and strategy and all that type of stuff, but we we did uh, see that we could get in his head. Like yeah. he, he, you know, he obviously everyone's going to try and act, you know, like they're they're calm and yeah, they're all good and they don't, you know, you know, they're, they're sweet. But we we could sort of see through that. And uh, again, now we're you know, uh, you know, obviously words were said and you know some of the stuff I said I, I believe. Like like I said, I. Think he can get a, a little sensitive with things that that will happen on the show. That's why we wanted to take advantage of it, uh, where we'll, we'll say things, get in his head. We knew that he would overthink it and 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 things like that. So uh, you know that we didn't uh, you know probably didn't learn too much game like game plan wise, but you know strategy and getting his head and then and all that, which was good. I enjoyed I enjoyed that. Like I don't usually do it, you know. I don't yeah, whatever. Like I'm just like whatever. But doing the track, like, I wouldn't say it was like crazy trash talk, but trying to get his in his head and things like that. Fuck, I was loving it. I'm going to do it from now on. So that's what I meant. The featherweight division, watch out. I'm coming for all of you. Was he a tougher... apologetic heel <laughs> you'll ever run into. Hey, he'll say something mean and he hey, apologizes. I'll call you a cunt and say sorry about it. Sorry about that. <laughs> but, but what sorry I, th- about that. I think... Remember, that word's all right in Australia, that. not here. Sorry about that. Was, was he a tougher opponent than Max, in your opinion? Tougher opponent? Yeah. Uh, they're just different, complete different styles. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like uh, the threat of obviously going for the shot, that's why you didn't see me take, like, oh, you know, even, you know, game plan for the fight, you were never going to do double legs and all that type of stuff. A lot of times 
when I'm, uh, you know, from punches, you're going to go into the clinch. But there had to be a way you you approach the clinching, uh, little things like that, because you see how quickly you can wrap up a submission, and that you know what I mean. Like, who, what, how long did it take for him to get the deepest fucking guillotine you could ever? See, I was, yeah, a couple of drinks, I'm swearing fucking a lot now. Um, is this like the new Volkanovski, the heel? I just swear on when, I'm, when I'm uh, drinking, you know what I mean? But I don't know why, but anyway. But uh, yeah, just the way he just wraps it up. So we knew that was a danger. We knew he was tough, but I thought that, you know, we could we could definitely wear on him and get his gas tank. Again, I was saying, you know, you know, his weakness, we see weakness. And again, I still seen some of that where I felt like, you know, Again, well, Dan was saying that, you know, he thought that, you know, he, he was just out of it the whole time. But I felt like he was like, I think I'm done, but I'm never going to call it quits. But if the, you know, if the ref calls it off, all right, sweet. That's where I sort of felt like it was. But if not, even if he was really hurt or he was thinking like that, the fight's done, right? It's either he is that fucked or he's looking for a way out. And then for him to still come back in the, the fourth and the fifth and still look... Like reasonably need, dangerous. Uh, still, I reckon still. they need like an easier way for people to make it known that they don't want to fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They will. <laughs> and there's man, like twenty thousand people in the crowd. If you go to a space, you go. You have to shake your head if you mate, don't want to come fight. Come on, man. Like, like let's. You know what I mean? Now, now that it, I had a couple I mean? of drinks, I'm gonna be calling people out. Now the commentary, I'm coming for you as well. Like, uh, look again. You know, oh, I don't want to get you know, I don't want to get too. But I mean, like, it, it seems like there was a few people against me going into that fight, especially when you, you listen to the commentary. And I think there was a, a very, you know, there was a bias. You know what I mean? Who, there, who there, did I'll you be feel landing, that from? I'll be landing like free punch combos. More, he would barely touch me with anything. And what are you doing back there? What's happening? That's all right. Say his name. You should have let me fucking drink. No, but his name. But yeah, which one? All I, of them. I, I, I want to get Look, to your again, fight. See, this, I get along with everyone, but I'll be honest. Like, uh, I get, I, you know, when you're all watching of them. A, all of fuck it, you know what? I'm, I'm saying I'm already sitting on the fence. Fuck it, I want to sit on the fence. Joe Rogan misses a domestic pay per view. I call nah, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's usually good. He appreciates you, you know, see the but, size but of that elk he got? That your mate, yeah. you see the steak he was eating too. Yeah. I like it. So I like my steak. Yeah, we'll change. Oh, the yeah, you know what? Real quick, you guys still need a cook. We still need to do the cook. Yeah, we do. We, we do. do. Yeah, 100%. Can't 100%. Cook, we'll, we'll end I, know cook, I can cook we'll leave too. the bias oh. commentary. Dan out. will be the judge. <laughs> I'll taste test. Yeah. yeah. He'll be the judge. We will 100% do a cook-off, and you'll be the taste tester. That's yes. sold. Done. That's sold. But do we need, yeah, like, two more people, though? Because there might be some, like, team oh, bias here. Oh, Joe? <laughs> Joe's on. I mean, if Frank? It's me, as long as it's me. Well, the, the only problem, it's going to be great. But is there some sort of bias here, though? No. Oh, like you're them, right. We don't like blindfold them. Blindfold <laughs> them. You're, you're right. We yeah. get the same. Yeah, here's fair. what we got to do. That's fair. We both get the same ingredients, the same thing to cook on. We get the same like plethora of ingredients to choose from. Same thing to cook on. Same amount of time. This is like a Food Network type show. Okay. Yeah. The Schmovers Volk. We're gonna make this happen. So we need a we need a time limit as well. Yeah. Ooh, yes. I'm gonna take you. In this, I'm he, he's great this. at it. Uh, this yeah. I can take it. This and like maybe basketball, but everything Ooh. else I'll give you that. Maybe ping pong too. We should do ping pong. He's as well. good at ping pong. I'm pretty good at ping pong. We can do that. We can. Do I that. got a good. Dan, do you, you play ping pong? Yeah. You got the spin, good spin, good connect spin. Connect four if you play connect. Oh, we he plays connect, connect four yeah. too. All right, all right. <laughs> but we'll, we'll get to, <laughs> I, we won't call anyone from the commentary because I like everybody in the commentary and I still want to interview everybody in the commentary as time moves well, forward. Well, Marvin so Vittori I, called out Paul Felder. Did now you look see again? That? Look, I'm always going to be. You know, I'm going to call them out. Again, they're watching it live, cage side. You know what I mean? So you know, the obviously the crowd's cheering. Yeah, you know, I was getting booze and whatnot. The crowd every time. Or take it because you come from the land of unknown. Yeah, exactly. So uh, look, 
you know, again, I'll sit on the fence with it, but I, I just believe that it was, you know, I was thinking there was a lot of strikes that would land and then they wouldn't say a word and then he would barely even land anything and they're like, whoa, good jab from him. I was like, where was the jab that Ortega threw? Like, you know what I mean? But anyway, let's change the subject. All right, we're going to change it to his fight because you did yeah. whatever means is necessary to win the fight. Like, in... You're a physically big guy for 155. Like, you could fight at 170. Allegedly. Wait, how much? No, what do you mean? I just, everyone's saying that. I just made weight. I just got off a plane and made weight with No, you did. You're a pro's pro. I respect that. You're a pro's pro. That's because you're an animal. But but what I'm saying is, your nickname is The Hangman. And you have that for a reason. So when you get a hold of someone, especially at the 155 division, like, you stay on top of them and I'm commenting to, to Helen too because we're scoring we're watching the fights live and stuff like that what really changed the outcome of the fight is when you got a hold of Nasrat and you can control Nasrat I mean obviously you could, you could go toe to toe with him striking with him but to clearly make the decision your favor in the eyes of the judges like you were superior in this region. Yeah, for and he sure. did have two for legends sure. in his corner like, and for us and GSP as well. I feel like... As you always yeah, have legends like, in your core as well. I, I would love I to get an award, guys. but you got to make me. You know what I mean? Like, if I've got a clear advantage, um, I'm going to just lean on that advantage. If you, if you want to, if you want me to force me to strike, you want to throw down, you want to bash my shins up, bash my hands up, get my face sore, like, you got to make me. You know what I mean? And he couldn't. In saying that, you were pressuring though. You were constantly on him. That's what he says after. That's what he says after. He says, oh, I thought we were going to throw down. I you were, we were on him the whole time. And then you were like, like, yeah. That's I said, why. you're on your bike for 10 minutes. <laughs> and now you're going to now you're gonna tell me you're going to throw down. I was like, but yeah. I could see that that's what he was like waiting on. He was just waiting on. Like he wanted me to get like a little bit over aggressive and do something silly. And he was going to try and run me on or something. Um, so yeah just like a change attack why not just grab a hold of him I said it to my corner he says oh, they were giving me oh this with the striking that with the striking I feel like I feel like I can just grab onto him I feel like he's not I feel like, I look, like I'm a lot stronger it's good because a lot of people won't, like obviously we, we do a lot of training a lot of people would know like the, the well roundedness like he's wrestling jujitsu all that because everyone just sees him you know obviously busting heads but it was good good showing I really enjoyed that one NordVPN.com forward slash schmo and use the promo code schmo. In the title fight, Charles and Dustin. Yeah, I just feel like Dustin. I feel like I've talked too much shit about Charles to so like take any of it back, if you know what I mean. Oh, I, feel yeah. like <laughs> I feel like I've dug me holes Wait, so deep. You were the one no that you nicknamed Charlie, Charlie Olives. Olives. That was you. I don't think and I started it. I must you know, have. You I mainstreamed it in Abu Dhabi yeah, in the press it. conference. I'm everyone say that now. Made it famous. To your credit, no, that's I think the first it was time we Dan. heard it was yeah. at the press conference and it went mainstream from that. Charlie Olives. And MMA Twitter loved it. Yeah, he's like, he's like changed a bit. I just don't like, um, that's like my pet peeve. Like, guys, what he used to do, I wouldn't say that he does it. Well, he's been on like a pretty good run now is when he like just attacks, tries to rip your neck off, tries to rip your arm off. And then he used to just quit. And he doesn't give you the opportunity to kick his ass for a little bit and like even the playing field. That's like my that's my pet peeve. I feel like if you're trying to rip, if you're gonna rip my arm off, at least let me punch you in the head thirty times. Yeah, but you were shitting bricks though when he was fighting Chandler and that UFC fight card in Houston too. When Chandler, especially towards the end of that first round, he was having his weight in didn't get the job done and then he faced the adversity Oliver you gotta give him credit in that second round he weathered the storm he got the job done and he became I was champion. so blind I thought Chandler won in that fight I know. yeah I was like at my mate's house we're having a barbecue <laughs> things got out of hand I, I thought Chandler won someone was like oh you know blah, 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 Charles Olives and I was like what 
I thought Michael Chandler was the champ. <laughs> I was confused. So they yeah. had to straighten that up for me. That's insane. I mean, it, it looked that way, and then to to, oh, to it's do so Bronx's credit, game, man, it's, he a, it's just the way that um, like Chandler fights. He is honestly, mm. he is like he's wild. He's reckless with his own health, which is like a very dangerous thing. Like he he's like he's willing to get knocked out. Like that Gagey yeah. fight is like, With, yeah, the guy doesn't. It's gonna happen. Isn't the guy he's doesn't care. Right. The guy actually doesn't care. Yeah, I I agree. I that think fight's come, not going crazy. the distance. See, the thing is, I'd say nah, I'm, nah, I'm nah, super. I'm saying that would be fight of the night. I would say that if Sean Strickland and Luke Rockhold weren't fighting on that same card, I just feel like oh, that fight gonna is going to be fight. absolutely insane at middleweight. Like, yeah. have you guys heard the shit that Sean Strickland says? Have oh you man, love, you know what? I end up going through a, and and seeing a couple of videos and doing that. He's a pretty crazy fella, man. Like far out. Like he got the show. He's, he's, he's a straight shooter, so right? He's a straight shooter. This is gonna be a fun fight. This is gonna be a great fight. Like uh, I don't know what version of Luke we're gonna see. I don't know if it's gonna be the last fight of Luke Rockhold we're gonna see, but uh, those two are gonna throw down. I I'm envisioning yours fight of the year, definitely fight of the night. I see that one being the fight of the night in that New York uh, pay per view mm -hmm. card. Yeah, well, there, hey, there's a. I know because I seen. I remember, it was an interview with you that that Luke Rockhold was going in on it. Who was that with? I seen someone. Luke Rockhold wasn't what, happy with Sean Strickland. Was though. he stretching on the ground? Because that was well, your. My, uh, mine was know, a but small he was going one. In. Yeah, he, he was, was going. In. They're both going at each other, yeah. and okay. they both trained with each other too. So at one point, so it'll be yeah, well, I'll make sure I'll be tuning into that one. That'll be good. Do you envision though that uh, you'd be defending your belt against Max Holloway over Yair Rodriguez though? Look, man, you you, you look at that fight, and uh, if you know a lot of people saying if it happens, no disrespect to Yair, but obviously he's uh, you know he's uh, missed a couple of fights, but uh, you know stylistically, you know Max, because uh, you know Yair's good, Yair's really good. Uh, you you give him uh, room to to move, he's he he's legit. You know what I mean? He actually he does really well. But I just think Max is just gonna really, really, you know, especially because he's, you know, Max is tough. He's gonna come forward and and pour it on. Aren't they doing an interim title fight for the bantamweights? Right. Bantamweight title. Peter Yan. It was just announced. He's fighting Corey Sanhagen. Yeah. Uh, oh, Aljamain. Aljamain. You guys. So yeah, yeah. So I knew I knew about uh, Aljamain pulling out. Yeah. But so that's interim. Do you say it's interim? Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, the other person I would say you can argue for that opportunity would be Rob Font. He's coming off of. Yeah, isn't he fighting Quiddy Aldo? Garbrandt, he's fighting Aldo yeah. though. Yeah, they linked. So what happened with so TJ? Because he's injured. Is that TJ's yeah. injured. He had some knee surgery. So the one available, the best ranking person, Corey Sanhagen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Corey's my guy. That's a good fight. <laughs> I think so too. Yeah. You know, I think he's learned a lot from the the Aldo fight too. I would hope so. Mm. I would certainly mm. hope so. I think. Yeah, man, both both great fighters. Peter Yan, I've done a lot of training with uh, Peter. I know Yan. you have. There's the, when he's on, he's he's on. He's good, mate. Like, you know, I've seen him tell up a lot of guys at, at Tiger Muay Thai. <laughs> and, like, he's good. He's the type of guy that he just does not give, give a fuck. So if anyone tries to put it on him, he go, you, uh, you, you would have seen him. Uh, mate, he's a little savage, mate. Yeah. I love him. Love watching him fight, too. But Sanhagen, I, I, you know, I actually know him pretty well as well. Such a nice guy and a great fighter, too. So that's going to be a cracker fight. Stylistically. And then the last fight question we're going to ask you before we wrap this whole thing up, we got to go back to the teammate, Izzy. Mm -hmm. the champion of middleweight obviously Robert Whitaker's next but the number one contender fight I think it was just announced Jared too Cannonier, it's going to be Cannonier Derek Brunson. Derek Brunson how do you see that playing out because I know Izzy's once told me that he envisions himself fighting Cannonier. is this the opportunity for Cannonier? do you think he beats Derek Brunson Brunson what do you reckon yeah I don't know like he's such a big guy he's pretty difficult to take down like I, I don't think 
Derek will be able to just run right through him and press him against the cage and take him down like he can to a lot of other people I feel like he's um takes a bit um takes a lot of risks and kind of like falls into his shots a little bit too much and that's like a really difficult that's Brunson yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I feel like he could be getting caught in that. Like one. a big guy that's just going to stand there, plant his feet, and shoot something out straight. Not run him stri- straight yeah, in I feel the like that's going to be a hard fight. Cannonier fought at heavyweight. I know you used to weigh 214 pounds, but Cannonier fought. I say, yeah, just dropped down to middleweight gradually through his career. So he's he's been there with the big Three boys. Division, yeah, man. yeah, like he's got that power. You can see it. You can see it when he hit. You can see it when he hits guys. Like they try to pressure, come forward. Like they get hit with like a small shot, and you just see them like think about their life decisions think about like do i really want to fight do i really want to be here like you can see it on their face so he's mm. yeah he's definitely like a power puncher what do you get that's it yeah well we're going with that fight yeah i'll probably see yeah uh, i reckon izzy wins it yeah <laughs> <laughs> we was gonna of go with our boy hey. A. hey we were there and uh, that was that was that probably was the most amazing. epic event we ever yeah. traveled to. That was when you beat L.I. Clinton. Oh, that was yes. when Izzy yeah, that was crazy. beat Whitaker. He, he got the belt. The fans. It he was went so from interim to the champion, the undisputed and everything like that. Was that, that the first uh, three-peat you guys did? It was me. Yeah. And that was Brad's, uh, was, yeah. It, was yeah, that Brad the debut well. for yeah. the UFC? Brad Riddell and Jamie Malaki on that one, wasn't it? Yeah. Fuck, yeah, that was Malarkey's fighting this week. Yeah. That's why I asked you guys when you guys were leaving too, because I figured you stay. You know, you, you become Generally, teammates yes, with exactly. the former foes, right? Well, yeah. yeah who knows, man? Because the, the the flights have been getting cancelled back yeah. home. So we got, yeah, man. So we were meant to be, we were meant to leave on Sunday, but our flight got cancelled. That's why it's Wednesday. But I mean, that could change. Uh, so if we are here for that, that'd be great. But but you know, my you, missus wasn't back home. I wouldn't go. Yeah, I tell you that you much right now. Yeah. Like two weeks, two weeks in quarantine, back Too in the much, lockdown. Right. The, the missus was over here. I wouldn't be going back, for sure. Mm. Uh, final thoughts in the schmo zone. We're ha- very happy to have yeah, you guys we appreciate together. It. Good little setup. Thanks for stitching us up with the fucking alcohol too. Of course, we do Korean barbecue <laughs> after this too. But apparently, you got some big uh, birthday. You're two timing us from this uh, dinner celebration tonight, huh? Yeah, I think we're high rolling tonight cook as well. Off. I we think got a uh, we got a we got a good spot. What's the spot? Partridge. What is it? Partridge. What is it? Partridge. On Spring Mountain? She's yeah, I've been wanting us to go restaurant? there for a long time. Yeah, I've heard Shmo amazing reviews. He hasn't taken me there yet. Come on, Shmo. Right. Step up to the plate. Fuck time. On. He's low balling you. Low balling you. Set the bar low. That's what I do. Hey. Um... Happy fucking birthday! Yeah, Thank happy you. birthday. Final it's thoughts. Been, yeah, again, I mean, this this is the winner circle right here. I yeah. Mean, this hey, is, this winners is piss, mate. You won't you won't see us be doing shots any other time unless we won or it's my birthday. But uh, yeah, so True. anyone that wants to do a podcast with me, I ain't fucking drinking. Maybe. Maybe. One and only. One and only. One and only. Appreciate. Appreciate both of you too. We'll do it. What a, what an honor. What Thank an honor. Uh, we'll love it. Episode 78. Yes. I'm saying this right. Of the Schmozone podcast. We are out. Have you ever wondered how to say good morning in Italian? Or what is goodbye in French? You can ask Alexa. Just say, what is happy birthday in German? Or how do you say hello in Japanese? Do you want to know how to say I love you in Spanish? Ask Alexa and start learning a new language today.